Welcome to Tashi Station Radio, where we sell power converters, talk about X-Wing, and all our power converters just got confiscated by the Empire. So, hey, I guess we're going to talk about X-Wing. I'm Matt New. I'm Doug Howe. And I am Alex Smith. And we are on week seven of this lockdown. Uh, Woo! Woo. Alex? Ah, I don't know, the usual. Sleeping, playing League of Legends, occasionally other games, mostly League of Legends. We've been um, playing Betrayal Legacy lately, which is nice. That has been nice. That's a, that's a heck of a game. Yeah. Uh, I would love to get in on a Legacy game. Of course, those are almost impossible to do remotely. Being there in person is half the fun of it. Yeah, well, and you... We're you roommates! destroy <laughs> so much stuff. Oh it my makes, god. It makes so me much deeply homework. uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, it's like school. Yeah. But fun school. Fun school. <laughs> okay. I have been... Uh, Ordering furniture and cleaning the house madness because apparently I'm in that home renovation state of cabin fever. So uh, that's, that's known to hit right about week six and a half, seven. It's well yeah, done. it's I've, I've got a new bed showing up. I've got all sorts of things going on. Uh, the perils of home ownership. Well, as we've been pretty much uh, sitting on our tuckuses, uh, the news FFG has put out uh, nothing. Zero things. <laughs> nope. Uh, a second wave of emails going out about Adepticon. There, did a few rumors today, but that's all they are is rumors. Yep. Uh, as as we are recording this, there have been some uh, rumors about upcoming waves dropped. Nothing confirmed yet, so we will we kind of leave that as live. Official info comes out. Indeed. Uh, officially, there have been a few uh, online tournaments going on. Uh, Gold Squadron, I believe, put on the Space Jam extended tournament on Tabletop Simulator, won by their own Will Hagwood. Uh, Riggs. Riggs. Suspicious. Especially since his opponent was also of Gold so, Squadron, yeah. Ryan Staniszewski. Wasn't he also on Gold Squadron? That wasn't a sentence. <laughs> it wasn't his also on Gold Squadron. Uh, the Jank Tank Open is in the top 32 of its bracket right now. Uh which we were going to talk about our winning poll request this week, but coincidentally, uh, we're going to bring you a Tashi Station Radio first. We, for the first time, have a guest joining us, uh, our very own Greg Smith, who's fought his way into the top cut of the Jank Tank Open. Greg, Greg welcome. Greg. 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 How you doing, Greg? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, no problem at all. So, uh, you have uh, been kind of tearing up the uh, Jank Tank Open for four rounds. Well, three rounds. You were one of those who got selected for a first-round bye, but taking nothing yeah. away from the uh, butt-kicking you've done in three straight rounds. We'll get to that. but uh, Including beating Space Jam Tournament winner William Haywood. Spoiler, spoiler alert, indeed. Uh, <laughs> so, Greg, uh, let's start off. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how long have you been playing X-Wing? Uh, I've been playing since uh, November of 2017. Right. Uh, we spoke the other week about, actually, uh, your first tournament that you came to, the uh, Veterans Day tournament we ran, where you brought an absolute jank list and uh, nearly beat the pants off of both my co-hosts here. That did beat me. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was an amazing time. That was my uh, first uh, like actual game, as you guys stated in that podcast. And, uh, <laughs> it was a great time. I loved it. Um, and uh, everybody's, like, kindness and everything towards me, that's probably what made me stick around, so that was awesome. 
right. I'm glad. Now, We're glad to have indeed. you. Indeed. Uh, now, you know, we all play locally here in Kansas City, and you often uh, make the trip out all the way from Topeka uh, occasionally on Wednesday nights when we've got it going on when the store is open or for local tournaments. Uh, what's the X-Wing scene out there like in uh, that end of Kansas? Uh, Topeka, we play at uh, Husker Hobbies and uh, Games. Great and store. Our, great store. Our great yeah, store indeed. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Um, they have, mm, we got about six to eight, I think, uh, regulars that kind of play in our our Tuesday slash Thursday, whenever we do it, uh, game nights. And uh, it's a lot of fun, great people. And we just got a couple of new guys. So awesome. I hope that continues when we go back. Yeah, great. they unfortunately picked a bad time to join. But... <laughs> Well, yeah, we keep in touch though, um, and we try to play online. So that's yeah, great. Excellent. Uh, speaking of good timing, uh, Huskar Hobbies there actually held their uh, store championship right before we all the went on lockdown. Before lockdown, which was the last X week most of us got to play a store championship that was won by none other than Greg here. Greg. Hey, Greg. He would get to show off his shiny coin to all of us, but. We haven't yeah. had the chance to actually got to see, see it. Yeah. That's the last time I've seen most of you people. Well, mm-hmm. actually, just Greg. I worked with Matt and Douglas here, but <laughs> and I think actually the last uh, sit-down table game most of us had was, uh, I think, me against Doug in our last week of our local league. Yeah, the yeah. Wednesday after that. Yeah, yeah the, the, literally the next day, everything went on lockdown. <laughs> so, uh, Greg, you've made it pretty far in uh, the Gent Tank Open. Uh, Hitting into the fourth round with a incredible win over uh, Will Haywood. Now you're making it into the top 32. Uh, what are you flying? I'm flying a Rebel List. Um, I got, let's see, uh, Dutch, Jack Corkins. Yeah, best ship in the game. Um, and then oh, we sorry. Got... Uh, guys, we're having technical difficulties. Uh, yeah. We have lost our guest. It's our guest to... over. <laughs> I had to do that for you, Doug. Um <laughs> Let's see. I got a Rebel Squadron E-Wing, and I got Ezra in the attack shuttle. And uh, it's pretty solid. I got the attack dice on it, and just the the damage output has been amazing. Uh, well, you can't deny that Dutch's synergy is just amazing. In addition... There anything on Dutch? Yeah. <laughs> the upgrades uh, have... <laughs> actually make this list really good, too. Yeah, it's Ion Cannon and R5-D8, so he has regen, along with... Uh, Porkins as uh, R2 Astromech. Double yeah. regen in his list. God. The yeah, believe it or not. My uh, list compared to that, that's, yeah, that's a really good list for a giant tank. Oh, I never Dave. use our 5 d 8 unless I get like on the outskirts. Like Other than that, Dutch is taking shots and uh, taking target locks. Uh, so it's kind of, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, in the games of yours that I've managed to watch and uh, commentate through Discord, uh, you've used Dutch in a lot of cases, to get that initial target lock and then almost like a bait card to draw fire while your other three die attack ships all come in for a flank. It's worked out really well for you so far. Uh, but from your perspective, what makes your list really effective? Um, well, just like you said, yeah, just use Dutch. Um, and people love to kill Dutch. Uh, he's such a nice guy, too. But uh, I like to kill Dutch. <laughs> um, so, like I said before, the damage output is just amazing. Like, all those dice. Uh, Dutch is just there for the target lock, but his ion cannon, uh, it totally works. You know, I can put people in positions that they don't want to be in. Um, but 
Dutch also gives the target lock uh, to Ezra, and that just makes him more effective. Uh, purple numbers are good, even though he only has one. <laughs> um, and I have heightened perception on Ezra. So, like, even though he's an I3, I always get a shot. And so that's amazing. I just put out so much damage. Um, yeah, having the X-Wing and the E-Wing with their three die attacks, and I can just flank with them. And people have to make the decision to try to kill my action economy or kill my dice. And uh, it's just been working out really well with how I've been flying it. And I, like you said, got the buy in the first week. But that second or the first game that I played, it just seemed like something clicked. And I hadn't flown it before then. And I, uh, I just I flew it in such a way and I just kept doing it. And uh, it's been working out. Excellent. There's, so, there's definitely a, a solid strength to having four solid three die attacks in a, a format like this. Like you can just you can just out joust things. Even with uh, Duchess only being the ion cannon turret, that's still something that no one wants to fly into and take a target lock shot from. And it's either okay. firing second to last or last if if Ezra heightens up. So it's uh, yeah, like the, token gets stripped. And... Yeah, at the end of the order, an ion cannon is pretty scary, especially one with the target lock every turn. And indeed, one of the things I've noticed is randomly getting four ships at 444 and 3 initiative has meant that in some cases you've had Jack Porkins, Ace of the Republic, out there. The rebellion. <laughs> Republic. Jack is eternal. That, that I4 position has been huge in this tournament. Um, obviously, everything was random, so uh, nobody had any decision on that. But ev, uh, every game except for. One, um, I've been the ace, I think, and uh, just having, well, having Dutch make that decision. I had one game where I did barrel rolls with Dutch. I didn't do target locks, but nobody shot at Dutch, and he was even more annoying. Um, <laughs> and that's because I could arc dodge with <laughs> a Y-wing, and that was just hilarious. Um, but yeah, the I-4 has just been amazing. Uh, I got super lucky. I did. I all I did was move the ion cannon turret from Ezra to Dutch, and I was done. And I, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. well. Yeah. Speaking of those decisions, uh, what was the other list you were handed for the Jank Tank? Um, well, being as unprepared as I can be, uh, I don't have it pulled up. But uh, it was a first order list. And that I was will probably say, terrible. Yeah, it was, probably it, it was not as rough as Doug's guy. list. Doug's yeah. list made me sad. Uh, um, this is pretty bad. He won a game. Was pretty My bad. list was good, and I lost a game. <laughs> <laughs> so looking at this, uh, you know, you've done pretty well with it. Is it's obviously it sounds like a fun list to fly. Is it something you would consider outside of the jank tank format? Absolutely, actually. So I've been a rebel player in one point and. Um, in 2.0, uh, I fly a lot of things, but um, having the four ships um, at that I-4 level, I would definitely try to build something like this. And um, it's made me rethink my list building, actually. I never used to think in red dice um, or damage output like immediately, like right off the bat. Uh, I used to think about, like, what's my gimmick or who's my ace going to be? What can I fit in? Um, but this is just a pure like let's throw some red dice i'm gonna i'm gonna kill your ships and mm -hmm. yeah it's just been working so good um and i would absolutely run this uh 
The only thing that I'd probably change about it is try to make that Rogue Squadron a name pilot. Um, and with the damage output and try to get some crits through, it's like maybe, uh, was that Gavin? Yeah, um, yeah, Gavin. But other than that, yeah, I might actually run this. Um, <laughs> Ezra and his ability, I've never used it. Um, good. But, <laughs> but, uh, Turns you out don't need it. Good yeah. Just put yeah, wire on him. And a purple number, like, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I got a question for you, Greg, real quick. Yeah. Uh, had you ever played Vassal before this tournament? No. How um, how was the Vassal learning curve? It's still terrible, actually. I still um, <laughs> hit things. Um, I actually try to, uh, like, when I'm looking at stuff, I still charge over rocks because I'm like, well, I have no idea where I'm going. So I'll just do one <laughs> speed faster and just miss the rock, but I don't know where my is going to go, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, my first game was actually, like, the night before. I think uh, I played Mike, and uh, I got a practice game in, and he or and I was just I, I just couldn't I was on a laptop actually a 13 inch MacBook Air oh, I didn't oh, have gosh. It. oh my <laughs> I did not have a second um screen I actually downloaded an app on my iPad which is like a 10 inch iPad so it's not even that big um and that was my second screen so my oh, first gosh. game was with a MacBook Air and an iPad and I'm like two inches away from the screen trying to figure out you know I did use the zoom button like I knew that was a thing but other than that, and I felt sorry for my opponents because I'm like, hey, what's the, you know, what's the hot keys for this? Like, I got a, I got a piece of paper, like, right in front of me right now, and it's just a handwritten note, and I don't think any other human can read it because it's just gibberish. So, so I basically, you, you, you are living the, you built this list in a cave with a box full of scraps, even down to playing it on the non-optimal system, and you're doing just great with it yeah i'm i can i'm really gonna just say that it's the list and not me um you have handed each of us our hats before in fact uh we were discussing this in the group chat the other day uh kind of the idea of all of us discussing that who is our the equivalent of our x-wing nemesis not the person we've played against the most but the person who has for example knocked us out of the most cuts and i had to look at it and i pulled in the numbers and in my X-Wing history, the person who has knocked me out of the most cuts, out of the most chances at glory, is you, Greg. And I'm sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, sorry. don't be, because, because, each, because each time, those have been epic games. And it actually makes, me, it so makes me feel proud remembering when, on uh, at the time, Tuesday nights, you'd come out to the uh, gaming pub before we realized you were driving all the way from Topeka for this. And, you know, back in the days of 1.0, when you were kind of throwing a little bit of everything against the wall, really finding your stride. And then just as you were like on the cusp of breaking through, you came down on deployment orders. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, for, uh, it really, uh, it put a, a damper on like my, my, my learning curve. I stopped being able to fly well. I did actually have a buddy on that deployment that we played. Uh, we'd set up two mattresses next to each other or whatever. And we get a, I, I took a mat and we took ships and we took uh, like placards um, and we just proxied everything. And uh, oh. we did try to get some games in um, whenever we could. And, uh, but yeah, I definitely, I, I felt it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was what, uh, summer, fall of uh, 2018 that you deployed to Kuwait? That is correct. 
Yeah, so you missed uh, not only Worlds that year, but uh, Second <laughs> Edition coming out. Yeah. <laughs> you you came back that December uh, as Second Edition was kind of just really getting its legs under it. And as soon as the Wave 3 dropped with the, the Separatists in there, uh, you really kind of just picked that up and ran with it. Uh, bring us into our next uh, thing. Uh, when you're not handed a pile of jank, what are you normally flying? I I really enjoyed the Separatists. Um, I love a lot of ships. In 1.0, I was like, okay, I want to run five or six ships. Like I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna spam this many. Like I just love flying. I love putting the templates down and moving. Um, and That's so awesome. yeah, Separatists they they really uh, spoke to me and I really enjoyed them. And I did have some success with them. Uh, my um, I like to kind of twist a list. So I might see a list and I'll do something different to it. And that could be a negative effect. I might not do as well competitively, um, but I really do enjoy doing that. And uh, I did have some success um, with, uh, with the separatist list that I kind of came up with myself. Um, and I'm, I hated vultures when they came out. I hated them. I was like, these things die way too quick. They're <laughs> terrible. And I never put them on the board. I just hated them. I was like, okay, I'm going to fly a Bell Lab or I'm going to fly an infiltrator. Um, and I couldn't wait for the, for the bomber to come out. And then it's super funny because when the bomber came out, I flew just vultures. <laughs> 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 and uh, I tried to mix in bombers, but I just, I couldn't get that barrel roll target lock. It was super weird. Um, and then I started figuring out, you know, flying formation, obviously. So it, it was, it's, it's been a lot of fun to see what you can do with separatists. And then they started having a lot of success and it's been awesome watching them. Um, but lately I haven't been playing separatists. I actually took a medalist to, uh, Huskarl when I won that store champ and, um, it was fun to win, but that is not my type of list to fly. Which was, was uh, the double fire spray list, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yes. I, had oh, a, oh, I remember a game now. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, <laughs> Alex. We had a we had a fun time there. Uh, it was a uh, quite game. Greg played all three of us at that store champ. Yes, he did. <laughs> I, I um, beat him by I think two, and then he beats middle by like nine to make it into like, the cut, and then <laughs> beat me in the cut. <laughs> yeah, that top that's top four game. Well, and, uh, did I play you, Doug? Yeah, we played in round two. Okay. And then we played yeah, round I, three. Yeah, like you played me, and then you immediately played Smittle. And, and both uh, games was, were ridiculous nail-biters. I was definitely nervous going into those. I uh, I thought I was outmatched um, skill-wise, and I knew that list was uh, was good, but um, I didn't know if the skill was going to be there. Um, and I just, I had practiced with it um, maybe a month and a half worth of games, and I got into a rhythm. And I found myself making the right decisions at the right time. It taught me to take a moment and pass up shots for positioning. And with the rear arc, obviously, it, positioning is, you know, uh, kind of funny to say. But I could put myself into positions that my next round and my next round after that, I was at the advantage. And I was finding myself maybe not getting shot by the other person because I chose position. Um, yeah, and I just got into a groove. I got into a groove, and I just kept winning. That's that's a that's not an easy thing to do to to pass up good shots for future better shots. Like it's 
I'll just say that Vassal has taught me uh, because it's round based instead of time. And this is going to definitely be relative because you can throw, you can get a Vassal game in like two and a half hours, which is ridiculous. Um, but the round base, it makes you think like, oh, where am I going to be at in two rounds? Where do I want to be right now so that I can position myself, you know, in, in a round or so? Um, All right. So, uh, you know, you've been doing great with uh, Separatists. You've been doing great with Scum. You've been doing great in the Jank Tank. This is kind of a bittersweet thing because on the one hand, I really like seeing one of my friends do well. And on the second, you're getting even better. <laughs> <laughs> be dangerous one of these days uh when it comes to the game as a whole what's your favorite aspect of x-wing why um uh i'm gonna be super general and just say all of it um i just love (laughs) i just love getting to the table i love that feeling of even if you don't know the person it's it's just instantly you're just like okay uh you're thinking of the tactics of what you're going to do against the other list uh if you've never played the other list you're like okay well is my opening good enough uh should i change now like um, it's everything that comes with that. And then I, like I said before, I just love flying. Um, I love to put myself in different positions. Um, and I love learning from the games. And lately, I've just been learning so much. And I think I've actually learned more by playing online and uh, in the last month or so than I really took the time to learn before. Um, so yeah, just me getting better, um, or playing different ships. Uh, that's what I actually enjoy about it. Uh, winning is fun, but, um, seeing myself progress at a game like this, that I enjoy so much and I enjoy the people. It's just been amazing. You're so wholesome, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. In fact, I think, uh, one of your first big tournaments was, uh, when it was still 1.0 and was it the Omaha Regional in 2018? Yes. It was in January of 2018, Omaha. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and uh, you placed pretty highly there, if I recall. Yeah, I went four and two, and I I don't remember I, where I placed. I might have been like 27th, or it was like high 20s or something mm-hmm. like that. But you were, you were playing for the cut in the last round in your yep. first big event. Absolutely. Um, I I did so well in that tournament. Like um, I I was so close. I think I was like one shield away off of dash or something. One of my opponents uh, to half points, and then to get in the cut. I was so close. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I believe I did avenge you against that opponent in the cut. <laughs> you did. You absolutely did, and it was amazing. I watched the entire game. I stood right next to you. <laughs> I probably got your bubble on that one. I was I was rooting for you the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it was funny because Omaha had a basement. Um, and if you lost, you almost certainly went to the basement. Right. And if you won, you came back up and it was a <laughs> roller coaster because I went, <laughs> I went down in my first round and then I played, well, I played two games down there. I think, and then I came back up and I was like, man, I got this, you know, I'm back in the sunlight. And uh, <laughs> came down to my last game, and it was so close, but it was so fun. I just, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I had only been playing for a couple months, and uh, mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, I believe, hosted at uh, Sparta Games in Omaha. Pour one out for them. Uh, they, Very good score. 
regretfully had to close their doors last year, and uh, they are sadly, sadly missed. It was a great group of people and a great store up there in uh, Nebraska. Greg, I do want you to know that you, I also went four and two and just missed the cut in my first regional, so you're on the same path as me. So, oh, I tell you what, I I see myself on those uh, on those rosters, and if I'm anywhere near you guys, I think I did a good job. I I suspect you'll be ahead of us for a while. I do. (laughs) In a way. So, you know, definitely you've got a lot that there is to like about the game. If there's anything you could change about the game of X-Wing, what would it be? Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) Throwing fastballs. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. Everybody can think of something they like, but it's what they really want to change. I would change. Now I'm not allowed to play X-Wing right now. (laughs) True. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't wait to go out oh, to a table. Let's get that first that first week when we're clear. It's gonna be, be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, Greg's got to play a lot more than us. True. <laughs> <laughs> we all got knocked out by round two. Huh, yeah, that's been that's been awesome actually to play competitively once a week. It's so it's nice. It's like I don't have to like I make plans for that evening, and you're just that that's my competitive game, and I'm it's it's a good fix. Mm-hmm. Until the next week. Speaking of that, do you have your opponent for this week slash next week? I do have my opponent, and it's oh, Garrett and Joff. It's a, it's a rough one. This is going to be name. a challenge. I've heard and that name he before. was the LVO champion. Yeah, that's why yep. I recognize the name. Okay. Yeah. yeah so and I, I think I even made a statement, and it was, this list looks like garbage. It has to be the pilot that's good, <laughs> right? And so what is it trying against? Uh, I'm playing against the Scum Swarm. It's like a five ship. Um... It is uh, Graz the Hunter with Dead Man Switch, a hired gun with an ion cannon turret, a Hav, uh, a. <sighs> Hold on, I have this here. But it, it's two other ships that I. Oh, a, uh, a Black Sun Assassin with the Virago title. Classic. And there's one more uh, L337. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you know, you've got Graz the, as well with the yeah, with the exception. Don't sleep of, on, don't sleep on Graz. Don't sleep on Graz there. Uh, yeah, he's that's his only I4. So you've got kind of the uh, the initiative advantage there. But those are five shifts that are really unpredictable. Uh, the advantage is that they're all also relatively fragile. Hmm. But uh, again. Your opponent's also uh, fought his way in there, and I can tell you from firsthand experience, looking at a list when you're in the later rounds and going, oh, this list is garbage, and then you realize, wait a minute, my opponent's got the same record I do. Uh, I did that once. Um, yeah. That was Worlds of 2018 when same. I ran into Justin, or 2017, I ran into Justin Flaw in round two. I'm like, double Jetmaster, this list is garbage. I beat him, <laughs> but then he won worlds. <laughs> so, oh, apparently, I was wrong. <laughs> I, I had the same thing at Worlds 2018 with the the round that knocked me out of contention. When I looked at, it, I was like, "Wait a minute! Quick draw and double silencing? It's got to be garbage." Oh, that's such a good. That was such a good. It list. was such yeah. a good list. Oh. oh, that was such a good list. <laughs> oh, back in the day. Well, that actually uh, brings us to a kind of another topic that we were asked to talk about, uh, and. We can actually bounce this one first to you, Greg, and that's that we all travel a lot for X-Wing, especially if we have uh, uh, a small local area like Greg does in Topeka, and there pretty much demands that you travel for events and things like that. So let's uh, talk for a little bit about kind of X-Wing road trips. Uh, what have been some of the, 
the fun and interesting times we've had traveling for this game and, uh, you know, sometimes meeting new people. Sometimes the journey is as much fun as the destination. Greg, what's been uh, one of your road trip stories you could share? Um, I have uh, been on very many, but the Warfare Weekend was my first one, uh, especially with you guys. Uh, and that was just so much fun. Um, I went, I got top 32. Uh, but that wasn't even the funnest part. It was the Aces High Pods. I yes. think so <laughs> And just hanging out with everybody. I played on Friday, so I had all of Saturday uh, to do Aces High Pods and just hang out yeah. and just watch people play. And that was the best trip. It was so much fun. Um, and, and just Ruben, uh, we, we had uh, Derek, Matt, Jeff in our room and it was just so fun we we got along uh, great it, we all meshed so well um, uh i can't forget were you a big spoon or a little spoon on that trip i was big spoon derek was little spoon. <laughs> indeed it was a, it was a very cozy hotel room <laughs> there very uh, cozy hilarious that you bring up uh, aces high i also was on the uh the friday flight for that and having saturday to do nothing but play what was at the time a new format and it was almost kind of like a jank tank list because you trying to throw 80 points on a single ship is you're, you're going to put a lot of garbage on there. And that was one of the most fun times. I don't think we, we were in any of the Aces High games together, but we were at a couple of the same tables and just hearing all of that shouting back and forth of the, there's no way that should work. What in that? Yeah, it, uh, the, 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 Hilarious early days of Aces High when Moralo Eval was a power piece. Aces High was a was a brilliant invention on FFG's part. Mm -hmm. in, in, in terms of uh, getting people to just have a good time at a tournament. Not that it's uh, difficult to have a good time, but uh, Aces High is something. <laughs> I didn't fun. get to play any Aces High at that tournament. <laughs> <laughs> no, Saturday. you guys both had to play on Saturday. I, did play uh, on I played. Saturday. I played on Friday. I played on Saturday. Aces High with uh, with Greg. That's right. You were there with Greg and uh, and your your father, uh, the Falcon King, Bob Howe. Uh, but also, didn't the guy who win Warfare Weekend like super suck? Wasn't he a terrible person? Uh, I heard he ran Sunfox like a jerk. Oh my yeah, god, what a monster! Pre-nerf Sunfox <laughs> like a monster. Uh, and then he took it. Then, <laughs> then, like three weeks later, he took it to another tournament like a jerk. Didn't even change. Yeah, should have gone Church He was way more wholesome. Chertek, Chertek is going to be the <laughs> savior of this format. <laughs> <laughs> anyway matt what's uh what's one of your your war stories well uh also talking about going on up to uh nebraska uh one of the last uh, hyperspace trials of the hyperspace season a bunch of us went up to bellevue nebraska the game shop there also great store a lot of good people uh 25 people showed up seven of whom were from our local group and it just so happened that the like two days before, five of us had all decided to bring the exact same card for card Chirino Vader list. That's because Doug uh, flew it on a Wednesday. I was like, huh, Rack's in hyperspace now. Let's try that. And just ran a ridiculously loaded rack with a Darth Vader. And uh, everyone's like, yeah, that seems it. like the list. Yeah, we jokingly like said good. we should all bring it. And we all brought it, not realizing we all would bring it. As soon as Doug played, I was like, yeah, so I'm 100% bringing that list. It so was uh, two poor people had to play five or four rack Vaders out here, of five here is, rounds. And here's where it got great because we all register, register ourselves on the same team so we don't get paired in round one. 
only through some oversight, they forgot to turn that setting off for the rest of the tournament. So even though some of us had the exact same record, none of us got paired against each other. Yeah, and like you said, yep. two poor people, uh, I believe it was Scott Norton and Pat McDonald, had to play nothing all day but this list. Yes, they got one round of not Rack Vader. And then there were <laughs> two or three other people that played three Rack Vaders. Like, it was... By the end of the day, it was just a, a couple people got screwed over Groans. by that specific list. Really hardcore. I mean, yeah. As yep. soon as one of us would sit down, our opponent would look at us, look at the table, look around, and just roll their eyes with this, uh, we comprise 20% of the entire yeah. field. Because you have to realize, on average, over a five-round tournament, you would hit one of us. And... Yeah, and then with the the pairing mistakes, it was a much higher percentage. And yeah, I think uh, only one or two people got out of that tournament without having to fly against that list. Yep. Uh, not counting our two people that came and didn't fly that list, one of whom made it to the top cut. But and the, the now go for it. Uh, the reason I actually think that was a fun tournament wasn't just for that hilarious. We showed up to troll an entire store. Uh, it was those of us who didn't make the cut. Uh, four of us, uh, including Alex, uh, hey. we actually oh, uh, that tournament. I was we, at a garbage tournament. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were waiting instead of uh, watching the same list over and over in the cut. Uh, we went to the games, the the game hey, store. You're literally always in the cut. I get tired of watching. <laughs> <laughs> we went over to the store's uh, open game wall, and we pulled out a uh, betrayal at House on the Hill and played a uh, a fun game while our friends were in the cut. And that actually was almost the most fun part of that day was getting to sit down with uh, Alex and Aaron and Mike and play a hilariously complicated game of uh, Betrayal at House on the Hill with the shortest haunt ever. It was very short. I think it was like a two-turn haunt. It was very short. Yes, because you guys were all in the crypt, and you woke up Dracula, and I immediately got turned into a vampire, and we killed you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is Be what happened. Because it's I believe... Funny, uh, it's yeah, almost we, never X-Wing stories that are people's favorite things about X-Wing trips. Yeah, that, that's the great thing. Well, and as of those, uh, Alex, what about you? So, speaking of Omaha, Nebraska, um, so, I feel aware, Doug is never not been on the final table of a Sparta regional. And uh, so the first one, Doug won. Hey, to be fair, I'm not the only person who's done that. That's <laughs> true. Wade Stouffer <laughs> is also the only other person to ever have been on the final table of an Omaha. Yeah, regional. we are one and one in the finals of Sparta regionals, and sadly, we'll never get to break that tiebreaker. Indeed. But we're coming back. It's like three in the morning. It's late. It's super late. We it's got up at 5 a.m. to drive Should have Omaha. gotten a hotel late. Should have just gotten a hotel late. And uh, we're driving along. We get out of Omaha. And we're like, okay, cool. We'll be home in like at two, two and a half hours. And then we're driving along. And then we see a sign. And that sign says Des Moines, 40 miles. So we're like, uh, that can't be right. So I pull out my phone, GPS it, and we're 40 miles away from Des Moines, Iowa. We missed our turn for, south. For context, yeah. Uh, Kansas City is south of Omaha. Des Moines is west or east of it. And, uh, the oh, it's a three-hour-long triangle. Yeah. Each uh, edge. The highway, you get on the highway to go to Des Moines, and then there's an exit to turn south to Kansas City. And it being 3 a.m., we missed that exit. We yeah. drove two out of three hours towards Des Moines. Nope. <laughs> on the triangle. So, <laughs> so a mile or two later, we pulled over, got some monsters, got some monsters and some coffee <laughs> around and powered through. Yeah, the guy, we got our back right as your alarm to wake up. Yeah, went off. Hit, head hit the pillow and the alarm went off. Yeah. Yep. You also had an interesting world story uh, from a couple Indeed, of years ago. Well. Just chilling at Worlds 2016. Yeah, so, the second one we went to. 
And uh, we're just chilling. We're sitting in the lobby of the FFG Game Center. Like the day and, before the first flight. Like, we got there yeah, a day early. We, yeah, we took, it, we took an extra long trip that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, some random dude shows up. He's like, you guys want to play a practice game? And we're like, sure. So we each play him. He's playing Dangaroo, so fuck him. <laughs> cut that. <laughs> but, <laughs> cut the F-ball. He's playing Dangaroo. And uh, we're just like, oh, he seems like a decent guy. Introduce himself. Um... As we're driving back from Worlds that year, we check the the stream, and it's the guy we practiced against. His name was Nan Torfs, and he won Worlds that year. Like we both got a practice game against Nand before he won Worlds. So you pretty driving much down won. the highway, refreshing the forums, <laughs> chanting Nan Torfs, Nan Torfs. <laughs> so you warmed him up for his eventual Worlds win. Deal. Doug beat him. I lost. Doug beat yeah. him. <laughs> I taught him the the importance of always making sure you kill defenders. Because his, uh, I was running Echo, a Delta, and a Lambda, which was just a backup list I ran. Um, yeah, but he, he brought it for the hyper, for the the whatever they're what called, Hanger Bay. Hanger Bay, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so I ran it against him, and he just like wrecked Echo and the Lambda with Dengar, and got the the Delta like shieldless or something against a full house Manaro. And he would just want to call it. I was like, nah, let's play it out for a while, and then that Delta did it put in work. <laughs> oh um, man, guys, remember Trip Defenders. I wish I didn't. Sure wish I did. <laughs> All right, Doug, what about you? Uh, so my first one is, uh, actually, I didn't write it in here, but a, a quick first one is uh, along the lines of X-Wing events where X-Wing wasn't involved. Uh, Adepticon, where all of us got the Airbnb, will always be one of my favorite memories. Oh, it was such a um, great trip. Yeah, just playing playing uh, Smash Bros, getting drunk, so playing Smash Smash. Smash uh, Bros. <laughs> Matt, yeah. Matt <laughs> made an amazing dinner. That was uh, such a good dinner. Yeah, like I, I honestly barely remember that tournament, mostly because I sucked and dropped out after round three. I owe, I owe two drops. We all, we all <laughs> bombed out at Adepticon but, that year. But it was just such a great time spending the whole weekend hanging out with everybody. It was. Uh, side note. The second that, one, though. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And a side note to that Adepticon adventure was when we all had dropped to play in the uh, the the hangar bay pods, and in our pod of eight, there were seven of us regular. You always play each other Kansas Cityans, and one poor guy who had no idea who we were. Oh, that poor so guy. you had just you had, had to listen to us yell at each other and meme it. <laughs> All the other three games going on at the table, we are just nonstop swearing at each other and screaming, screaming, like, throwing um, the worst possible sportsmanship because we're all bros. And this poor this guy who has no idea who we are probably was like, "Oh my god, how competitive these guys!" <laughs> <laughs> to put it in context, Smittle and I got Smittle and I got paired after yelling at everybody to not pair us. Uh, <laughs> so we agreed to honorably joust, as in we literally each had three ships and lined them up in a line across from each other, and then five straighted at each other. And then Smittle angle boosted, so I spent the rest of the game yelling at him about being dishonorable. <laughs> I'm sorry, my guri boosted. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what this guy had to deal with, was that's just being absolutely ridiculous. The whole time. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was a great. Ah, uh, what a great tournament! Yeah. Uh, so my other one is actually X-wing related. Uh, I played. Uh, it was actually the same year that Nantor's won Worlds, I think. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I made day two, which was awesome. Uh, and in my first round, I get paired against Jeff Burling, the tallest man in X. I don't know. He yeah. invented Dangaroo. Yeah, he invented Dangaroo. He was uh, a perennial runner-up at Gen Con for like three or four years in a row. Uh, I don't think he plays 2.0, at least not competitively. Um, but he was uh, a staple name in first edition. Um, 
so I get paired up against him. So already I'm like, okay, this is a, a really good player. I'm probably behind. And then he's just got a brutal counter to my list. Uh, I was running Ghost Miranda. Um, he was running Dengar Bosk. And yep. uh, the reason this is a brutal counter is because Dengar just slaughters Miranda and the ghost can't stand up to all the firepower of Dengar and Bosk. Uh, it didn't have reinforce back in first edition. Uh, it was just it had hair on it and didn't care about stress and, you know, all the dumb 1.0 stuff. Uh, anyway, he slaughters my ghost. I think I got like three shields on Bosk for the ghost or something, something awful. Um, and then Miranda all gets chunked down to like three hole, like right off the bat. So I'm just, I've, I've already thrown in the towel. I'm just like trying to be annoying and get points somehow. And I frustrate Jeff Burling so much by his Bosk is in the way of his Dengar, and his Dengar has Lone Wolf. And so all he <laughs> needs to do is get Dengar separated from Bosk and in range of Miranda, and he'll win. And he just can't do it because I keep slamming into Bosk and slamming and blocking Dengar. And all. so finally, after 45 minutes of this game, he flies Bosk off the board on purpose, just so he doesn't have to deal with it anymore and can slaughter my Miranda. <laughs> so my all-time favorite X-Wing game memory is forcing a world-caliber player to fly a ship off the board just because he was so irritated. <laughs> and then I lost real hard after that, but... So eventually saying our best X-Wing memories are ones we really should apologize for. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, he was, like, I kind of gave him a weird look. He's like, yeah, I just didn't want to effing deal with it anymore, and then just <laughs> kicked my teeth in. So, like, he was fine with it. He won. He got to move on. Um, and then... So the... like, oh, sorry. Uh, so he ended up the lowest MOV of the X and 2s anyway. Like, yeah. Bosk was going to do better than that anyway. <laughs> Smith and yeah. I do have one more fun... Uh, X-Wing memory, but uh, it's not safe for work, so we're going to have to save it till after the closing statements. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, it uh, also reminds me from uh, Worlds 2018, I have a great photograph of uh, Jeff Burling, who is, like I mentioned, very, very tall. Standing, tall. Yeah, standing next to Di Yun, who is very, <laughs> very short. About four feet tall. And you look There's at the two of them. Like actually a two and a half foot difference between their yeah. <laughs> you you look at them and I think I titled it I can't believe they're the same species because <laughs> Jeff is having to hunch down and crane his neck just to make eye contact with D. And both of them though, that was my first world I had gone to. And I remember not only the the drive all the way up and staying in a fun Airbnb with people. But just getting to meet so many folks who I'd only known from seeing them on stream or seeing their name in results and uh, having Paul Heaver come up to me and ask me about my list. I was just absolutely as close as you can get to X-Wing Starstruck then. And that's, I think, when I really realized that this game is just all about the, the fun and the community. It really is. The community really is. Is, is a big deal with the X-Wing community. Yeah. A bit redundant, but <laughs> <laughs> this community is uh, it's a community of people. It's a bunch of people in a community together, you see. <laughs> Guys, we're not getting paid by the word. Yeah. Because <laughs> I I'm craving with Adepticon being cancelled and man Greg, I wish I wish Adepticon had been cancelled. I was really looking forward to driving up with Greg. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know. I was I was so excited. Yeah. It was it was gonna be amazing. I would yeah. guess that even if this is all still going on, Worlds would get delayed over canceled. But probably it is at their headquarters. It's not that hard for them to push it back. But true. Right. Now World Worlds was slated for October and I is technically still, I would imagine, slated it for is, October. Yeah, it's still the only question is half the events, more than half the events would give invites have been canceled. 
So, so if they're going to push it back, would they push it back to say next spring or would they run the risk of trying to hold worlds in Minnesota in winter? They've done I, it before. They've done yeah. it in November. It originally was in November, yeah. Ah. Uh, we went to a regional there in February. Like That's right. I remember that. You guys were absolute madmen. I'm yeah, just right. thinking of our uh, Crossroads trip in yeah, December. That was awful. That was awful. <laughs> Thank you for trips. Oh, my God. The one Don't drive difference. eight hours in the eight inches of snow. It's awful. The one big difference is Minnesota is prepared for snow, and they, they they do a good job of keeping the roads clear. That's true. We had That's... and we when there were twelve foot snow drifts when we went to Minnesota in February, mm-hmm. and there were no issues other than Brian forgot to bring pants, so we had to stop at Walmart. <laughs> he, <laughs> he wore shorts, and we're like, Brian, you realize we're going to Minnesota in February? He's like, I'll be fine. And then we pulled up to the FFG headquarters. He stepped out of the car and went, "Oh my god, we have to go to Walmart." <laughs> <laughs> Which there is one right next to the FFG. Yeah, yeah, but... true. Yeah, there's one right there. Uh, so yeah, I really hope that uh, we get something out of FFG soon. I mean, we know that they've canceled all uh, sanctioned events at least through July or September. Is it it's through the weekend before Gen Con? Okay, so September. Yeah, <laughs> they're, so yeah, they're uh, hoping that Gen Con can happen. It's not. There's no way. Uh, I I don't think there's a way we're gonna even with a lot of this uh, rapid reopening get Gen Con up and moving. Uh, so that's like thirty thousand people. Yeah, no kidding. But again, that's one of those things that the the tournament scene, and I think we're realizing it now that we're all in this lockdown, isn't just about playing X Wing. It's about the you know the experiences you have around it. Uh, 100%. Like Doug and I didn't have tickets to the Adepticon main event this year. We were going just to hang out. Mm-hmm. Like. Same. Uh, yeah, I was in the same boat, and I was actually just excited to go hang out. Indeed, like that was. Yeah. Uh, this week, uh, I just knows that my Facebook memories have been popping up all of my posts from going to Worlds two years ago, uh, which was my first time going to Minneapolis, oh, yeah. and uh, I I love Minneapolis as a city, the culture there. Uh, getting to go out on May fourth of all days, uh, when I had a day off from X Wing and went sightseeing with uh, our buddy Ricky. And uh, went to First Avenue, a legendary music club, and got to sit there. We were the only two people in the bar watching Star Wars on a big screen TV <laughs> set on the stage where legendary bands have played. And I'm sitting at the bar, and I'm drinking a beer, and I look up, and next to me on this pillar is a picture taken from the other end of the bar of someone sitting in the same bar stool I'm sitting on by that same pillar, drinking a beer almost in the same pose, and I look and it says Prince 1984. <laughs> and I flipped my lid. I was like, whoa, whoa. Bartender doesn't even look up from washing glasses, goes, yep, everybody has that reaction. <laughs> my butt touched where Prince's butt touched. <laughs> exactly. My butt is like three of Prince's butts, but hey, you know, that that's the thing, you know, Worlds is more than just a game. If you call it, you know, was it X-Wing Con? It's, you go there FFG for the... Con. FFG Con. You go there for the whole experience. It's and amazing. gosh, I'm really hoping that things open up in a re- reasonable and responsible time frame so we can get back to making more stories like these. Yeah, I miss them, man. The trips are really why I play this game. And like that's the that's the... The gold medal at the end of it for me. It's just I mean, the, the trips. All that and seeing Greg. Also Greg. But hey, I really yeah. figured that one without saying, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, pretty much any time Greg comes out to play is a technical road trip involved because you're coming That's all the way from Topeka. Yeah. Hour uh, and a half drive. 
Yeah, it was actually yeah. great uh, that our last uh, event was going out to your neck of the woods, which to... is an awesome store again. Like, Hus yeah, I can't say enough story. about Hus Carl. I've been there twice, yeah, it was... and it was amazing. It was nice having you guys uh, come to me for once. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have pretty much, uh, you know, covered a lot this week. Uh, again, not a lot of news coming out of FFG, so. Uh, much like we've done here, we encourage everybody to go out and make your own. Uh, if you're able to play online through Vassalor Tabletop Simulator, get a couple games in, have fun. For those who are still in the Jank Tank Open, uh, I wish you best of luck, but no, all our money's on Greg. Especially Greg. Greg. Most of the luck to Greg, like 90% luck to Greg, yeah. with the remaining 10% between the other 31 of you. That's true. <laughs> Is anyone we like still in the top cut? I, I honestly, oh, Greg. Yeah, just Greg. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I haven't looked at I, I don't know who else is in there. I've kind of been a little detached from X-Wing at the moment. Yeah, there, there were a lot. Last topic, but... Out of 500 plus people, there were a lot of big X-Wing names. There were. I think most of that... it. Yeah, and, and exactly. And most of them got knocked out. This is going to be like, uh, it, it, it feels like watching the replacement baseball season. <laughs> oh, now I'm double sad. <laughs> no baseball bag. Greg, if and when baseball comes back, we need to have a baseball day because I know you're as big a baseball fan as I am. Absolutely. Uh, I love baseball. So we awesome. are we are always getting tickets from work, so yeah, I will remember true. this time that sunscreen expires. True. Oh man, Matt was literally on fire from the sun last time we went to a baseball game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's messed up speaking of baseball is I just got a charge uh for the MLB at bat app. Is it the expensive one so you can watch games? Yeah, I paid for that in March, like, uh, or I paid for that late February. I was like, okay, I'll watch spring training and then have it for the season. Two weeks later, like, season indefinitely pushed back. Can you at least watch old games on it? You can watch old games because locally here, I mean, it's like just uh, the other week they replayed the Super Bowl here. Dude, they've been doing all of the World Series. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, but I just paid $130 for baseball watch, and there's no baseball watch. <laughs> Side note, that's a great great reason to uh, be a uh, supporter of the Goldwater podcast on Twitch because you have access to all those wonderful past uh, streams and things like that, or you can go to the YouTube and watch a lot of past uh, X-Wing. There. Also, our Twitch channel, which uh, I think still um in theory <laughs> in theory <laughs> we we do promise to get some content up on there as soon as somebody figures out how to get cameras working again yeah and it was a 20 dollar gopro like what do you want from us <laughs> true you guys need gopro i got a gopro oh man we got a hook up now and it, <laughs> I, I have <laughs> All right, so what we'll do is we'll we'll call into Greg and have him move all the ships. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Like, yeah, Greg will be the head, the hands man, if you will. That, that's He's the right? hands man. <laughs> he doesn't need more nicknames. The man's got a stack of them already. Uh, there's always more to add to the Facebook chat. Oh my god. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's pretty much it for news for us. Uh, Greg, thanks for joining Thank us. You so uh, much, Greg. We're so happy you yeah. were our first guest. Do you have any yeah, shout-outs, Greg? Oh, yeah. Shout them out, Greg. Um, well, let's see. Okay. I got a, a couple of sappy ones. I got uh, Matt for pretty much running the Tuesday Pawn and Pint um, get-together there for a long time. And that really kept me engaged. And I 
I don't know if that didn't exist if I wouldn't have been so active, uh, especially in the Kansas City scene. Okay, oh, it's great. So, yeah, great thank head. you. Thank you for that. Um, and then, Alex, I know that your kindness in the first game that I played, it was just huge. And then I messaged you and asked you questions, and you answered all of them, and you were super awesome. So, like, thanks for that. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I've changed significantly since then. Yes, you've gotten so much. <laughs> yeah, you betrayed me in Aces High since. Oh my God! What? Yeah. I was spending yeah. round with you. I was supposed to do. R two D two, and you stabbed me in the back. But I that's what you want to be with R two D two. Well, okay, but he I barrel rolled him too. Literally, so. I stabbed him in the side. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh um. It does and probably Mike, uh, Mike Winnick, he, uh, he plays a lot of games uh, with me. Um, I message him and he always, always says yes. Um, so uh, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Aww. All right. You're so wholesome. You, you, you deserve better than this podcast. Really. <laughs> oh, hey, all he's got to do is keep winning out and he gets to be on uh, the Fly Better podcast. True. Ooh, tell them that I'm still mad they didn't invite me on when they not gonna lie i was uh i really want i think there's top eight templates um oh, yeah, they look really good too i think that would be so cool to to get well at the top table i think one person goes to gold squadron and one person goes to fly better nice and uh that would just be crazy i don't know that'd be amazing You're it's not just it. us Everybody i believe in you i game. believe in you wholeheartedly same yeah. Thing. Like, <laughs> no, no, no irony. Hundred percent sincere belief in Greg. Yeah, you you are the last of the uh, E wings, T sixty fives, and attack shuttles. In fact, you were the only attack shuttle, but you are one of, I believe, two rebel lists still in it. Go, Greg. Yeah. And you're the last Kansas City local still in it. So, oh, he has. I've been, been, for I've been telling every opponent that I have. I'm like, hey, I'm the last guy from my group. And uh, that's what I'm playing for. And and they're like, oh, yeah, that's cool, man. And I'm like, no, I'm going to beat you. This is easy. You are beat. You got to practice your Ivan Drago there. I must break you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Doug, Alex, any shout outs for you guys? Uh, yeah. I Bob Howe, the Falcon out. King. Boom. Ah, my father. <laughs> my father, Bob Howe. Thank you. <laughs> well, he's not my father. I couldn't say that. We're not the same person and we're not related. Travis, <laughs> internet, prove it. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> Greg. Uh, I'd like to just give a quick shout out also to our uh, our sister podcast across the state, the uh, Scrubcast, who are also doing their best to provide content in this uh, dark and dreary time. So if uh, if you're looking for alternative content, if you're having trouble getting to sleep. Uh, listen to the podcast and they are uh there are a bunch of good folks out there um my normal shout out is greg but he's on the podcast so uh shout hey. out to greg um <laughs> welcome to the podcast <laughs> all right Ooh. next time real quick we're going to talk about the winning oh, topics yeah. from the poll which were the in-depth look at bad cards like our astromex specifically and uh not flying in formation well yeah when it when is right and when is the wrong time to be in formation uh, as always, if anybody out there is looking for a game while we're on lockdown, hit us up on social media. Uh, so for Tashi Station Radio, I'm Matt Newf. I'm Doug Howe. I'm Alex Middle. And Greg. Yeah. 
Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Tashi Station Radio. If you liked what you've heard, subscribe and keep up with episodes as they're released. You can also find us on social media, on Facebook at Tashi Station Radio, on Twitter at Tashi Station XW, and on Twitch at Tashi Station X-Wing. If you'd like to help out with our hosting costs, you can go to co-fi.com slash Tashi Station X-Wing and toss us a buck or two. It's really appreciated. Thanks for listening.